Welcome to Romance with a Cocktail. I'm Peter. And I'm Ashley. And we're married. married. I saw those eyes of yours thinking, I'm not going to say it. But you didn't. I did. I know. So how was uh, the book this week? We're, we're discussing The Prize by Julie Garwood, a uh, famous and uh, critically acclaimed romance novel. Well, novelist. I don't know if the prize is her like most well known. I think the bride or the secret would be considered her best. Mm. They're a little later. I mean, this is old, nineteen ninety one. I don't know if we've read anything from ninety one. Uh, I mean, there what are about novels. McNaughty? No, that was ninety five. Well, still, that's pretty. It's all. Yeah, she's one of the four J's of romance. Yeah. Um, like they were like four authors with the first name that started with a J who were really famous. You know, I've been watching 90s. Seinfeld lately. Yeah, I know. There's I've a lot of stuff. Our culture has changed significantly since the nineties. There are lots of like gay jokes, you know? And yeah, I mean, it takes place in New York. And so Elaine's on the subway and Elaine says she's going to a lesbian wedding and the woman's aghast. And I'm thinking, today, if that was the subway, like, no one would be aghast. No one would even I mean, think, certainly yeah. not New York. Maybe somewhere, like, in, you know, a small town in America, maybe they would. But, but certainly not in Even the then, that, probably no. not. You know? Yeah, it has changed. I mean, you can definitely tell, even in the novel, that it's, you know, a you little... Can. So it's not to your taste. You're you're a child of the '80s. Why wouldn't a romance novel written in the '90s appeal to you? I didn't say it didn't appeal to me, but I I mean you didn't say he didn't appeal to you. Okay, well he's not that appealing to me, and he's she not that appealing. Is like all he's this. Tall, I'm going to be the wife handsome. you want. I'm going to be the wife you want. I need to be the wife you want. I was like. You want to be the wife that I want. Oh, it hurt! It hurts you to have to admit it, doesn't it? You're like, oh, how can I get out of this one? I mean, what was good is that he wanted her to be herself, even though he didn't know that at first. Like he thought he wanted her to be this like quiet, biddable woman. No, he didn't. He never did. He, well, he thought he did. He was always lecturing her to do what he said and. That was kind of funny, though. Like, I hate to, I mean, I have to say that, like, he just goes on and on about what she should do, and she's totally not listening, and he's thinking, he's, like, imparting wisdom on her. I was like, that's funny. I like that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, again, it you can tell it's old. I mean, this is, like, super old. I, we haven't talked about the drink yet, but, like, I mean, this is set in William the Conqueror's. Mm-hmm conquering of england yeah. so that is like so far beyond anything we've read mm -hmm. um oh <laughs> yeah apparently they're really into oral sex in this okay time. i know we'll have to talk about that later but i mean they are very advanced mm -hmm. for the time i mean in 1000 in 1000 they're having oral sex 1066 they're having i like that your comment was they got a smell well, it's 1,066. Well, I like it when you smell. Okay, that is going too far. <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn our attention to the drink for today because clearly there's like no cocktails in 1,066. 
Cheers. Cheers. If they were going to make a cocktail, it might be this. It tastes like liquor with water or something. Yeah, scotch. Scotch and water. Scotch and, and water. And it's a little drambuie, so it gives you a little... Drambuie, Glenfiddich. Uh, the oh. Glenfiddich people probably think this is like sacrilege that I mix drambuie and... But you wanted and to give, soda water. give it a little flavor for me or a little dilution of the... Well, I was fittich. I appreciate. Well, I diluted it a little bit. Well, first of all, it's just herbs and spices in the drambuie, and it's scotch itself. Yeah. Um, and it's an old recipe. It's an old, old recipe. Um, and then I, I imagine they probably watered it down. That's probably a pretty common thing to do. Yeah. I mean, okay. So that brings up one thing that's very interesting about this. Most medievals are written when the English are, like, invading Scotland. Mm-hmm. You know, that time. Yeah. This is when the English are being invaded. Yeah. By, the, like, the Normans. The Normans coming in. So that's fascinating because you don't think about the history. You know, like, I know 1066, William the Conqueror, whatever. You know, I know that. But I don't know anything about it. I know. I know a lot about it. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you know a lot about it? I watch my YouTube history oh. videos. <laughs> well, it's a, it's of course a, you it's do. It's a big subject. Of course um, you do. And then I've got the guy who looks at, like, who goes and visits old churches that I follow. Uh-huh. And so, you know, they're always talking about history. and Yeah, but the Norman invasion of... Yeah, it was very interesting. Like, you know, they're sort of pagans versus... Christians, which is part of this, because the the Saxons are known as being sort of like uh, superstitious and well, they were very religious. Old. You know, I didn't realize it was not yes like a Christian <laughs> tradition, but they definitely were like no, but they were in the abbeys, mm-hmm. and because they were like, no, you won't break that because that is like. But the Saxons are like not sophisticated, and the Normans supposedly are. Yeah. I mean, is that true? Well, Normans won, so you got to think. That's the story that's told. Right. You got to think that. Mm-hmm. So, so that's interesting to me. It, I mean, it didn't make me go read about it, but I feel like I should have gone and read more so I knew mm-hmm. the real historical context of this. Like, did you look up whether William was actually married to a woman named Matilda? No. Did you? No, I forgot until just now. I'm not that interested. I've had a lot on my mind, but I was interested. I was like, I wonder if that's a real person. Mm -hmm. That's cool. But then I didn't even look it up. So I'm going to have to look it up. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so what'd you think of the book? Uh, I I thought it just really challenges your notion that women have like moved beyond the archetypal. Okay, but that was 1991. That's a whole different world. I'm just saying you. You, it's still, you still really enjoyed it, so. Well, because I like any, um, you know, romance novel, basically, that it features, I mean, we haven't read a romance novel that you really liked the male character that, um... Challenged, challenged traditional 
romance notions. What novel have we read that challenges mostly traditional? Well, we, we've had a, a ton, but you didn't like the men in those. In what would, which ones? Some of the modern ones, you know. Where, I like Reed where they're Sutherland. not where I they're like, not getting into fights, where they're sort of just like I can't. I mean, I don't have any. What are you talking about? I mean, I liked Levi and Georgie all along. I don't think he got in a fight. He was very blue collar and like I liked River Pena. He didn't get in a fight. Pretty traditional. I Pretty like, traditional, a doctor who, you know, falls in love with you. Who wouldn't want that? Major League Baseball player. Come on. Name one that, that challenges the Oh, he was like, I mean, I will say he was the one of the less appealing. Exactly. But that's because I like ones that are, like, more, like, smarter, mm-hmm. more interesting, like, intellectually to me. Like, I don't. I'm going to be honest. Some people love medieval romance. I don't love medieval romance because I start to, when I actually imagine, when I use the descriptions, I'm like, wait, he's wearing like chain mail or whatever. Like, I, that's not, you know, that sexy to me. <laughs> it's not. Like, he was where there's one description where he's wearing like leather spike with spikes or something because mm-hmm. that's, they had to protect themselves. They're warriors. Yeah. I'm not really into that. Okay. So I don't know if that is actually, so I think I'm like the opposite of what you're saying, but. So cowboys, no cowboys, because they're wearing like, you know. I mean, I don't write off any Chaps and, you know. So cowboys are okay. They can it's be. Just too I mean, much I don't, is. Western romances have never been my favorite either. I've never been like that into Westerns. Okay. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think. No, I tend to like the ones where they're more like. I do tend to like reserved main male mm, characters. You do who are really smart. It probably hurts you to say that. The quiet, the quiet type. Because that's, that's a traditional. Like that. That's a traditional type. It is not. It is. I mean, it's okay. You can like a traditional type. You know, that's allowed after women's lib. Let me I'm give, not saying it's not, but I'm me, just trying to. I let feel me like give we're you, arguing about something that's not true. Let me give you permission. True. Let me give you permission to like something that's traditional. I don't think you. <laughs> <laughs> let me Definitely give you. Feminism says you don't give me permission to like what I like. Permission. I mean, but what about the woman? I mean, she's kind of like. I mean, that's the only thing with this novel. It could have been about half as long. Yeah. It felt like we were doing the same thing. We were having the same conversation over and over. I almost always think that when they sleep together in the first half. That's interesting because a lot of people don't like when they hold out for a really long time. I think you can do that. I think, like, you know, Nora did that pretty well. Like, it's building – yeah. The intimacy is building. Yeah. But I mean, once they sleep together, it's like how many permutations of sleeping together are you gonna do? Yeah, but it's not about the sleeping together, it's about the getting to know each other and all the different things you do and Yeah. I mean it's just I guess I'm not not that romantic. Titillated by the by the 
the many different ways that they describe the sexual scenes. Okay, but that's not what I'm talking about. I mean, I felt like the non-sexual scenes were What was the one we read before this one? Anna Karenina? No. Oh, no. um, Oh, Loretta Chase. Uh, Scoundrels. I feel like they slept together right away, didn't they, in the first half? They pretty pretty much, early because they got married really early, and then and then they just. Kept but I, that one I love, Lord was, of Scoundrels. That I thought was that sort of well done. That sort of like broke uh, my rule on that because that it was actually okay, and somehow the scenes were done well, and I like I was he, I was titillated by that one. Well, we'll have to give Loretta Chase credit then. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was, was a good one. Actually, was, I think it was well written. I think that's what it, it just is. sort of feels like. Okay, they're gonna build this up into something and then it's pretty much not as it's like kind of not that interesting the second third fourth time that they sleep yeah but i thought the difference here that may be true i actually thought their exchanges weren't that interesting after like it was like for me i like the story i like what they do i like their interactions with other people i like to see the world around them yeah and i felt like with this one their conversation was the same the whole time. Okay. And I wanted more. More. Yes. Because, like, it's probably you're getting into my head and making me, like, want to critique my romance novels that I've been just wanting. How can I get into your head? You, because you're always making me try to think about it from your perspective. Baby, this whole thing is built on me trying to see it from your I know, but now it's like weirdly become like I want to try to see it from yours and I'm always mm-hmm. thinking about you reading the same novel as me and that changes the experience, which is weird, but I, it does. I think it's probably the white male gaze. I reject the white male gaze. And romance novels are from every the day, woman's my gaze. gaze. Every time we do this, my gaze is on you. And it probably just... You know, starts altering the way you think. Romance novels are like written for women. They're the women's gaze. That's part of what drives you crazy, I think. Because the men aren't drives like, me crazy? yeah, like why? Like the men aren't developed enough. No, it's just that there's emotional pornography to you, but not to me. How would you know? Because I don't feel if I, that way. If I say, if I say the man strikes me as false as the, the emotional. Yeah, but I don't care about that. I'm interested in the woman. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, we can live in fantasy worlds where men have the emotional I structure. I have said romance novels are fantasy. They are optimistic fantasy. It doesn't mean they don't feel real. It doesn't mean that it doesn't feel like part of it is real because something is very real about it. But it is fantasy. It's like the hmm. like fantastical relationship. Well, that's not a criteria that you put in what makes a romance novel. I mean, I certainly wouldn't say that Pride and Prejudice or Jane Eyre was a fantasy. (laughs) Jane Eyre a little bit. Not a fantasy. How was it a fantasy? Not because a, he he mean, made ten thousand pounds a month not like or a, a year fantasy, or whatever. Like it's not like a fantasy, like Lord of the Rings fantasy. No, it's a fantasy in the fact that like you're creating this person who's not Doctor River Pena doesn't actually exist emotionally the way 
in any man, he, but he in could. any time, in any the place. The fantasy is that he could exist that way. I get it. I get and it. And when you find the right man and the right woman or the right two women or the right two men, that fantasy can exist. Or like if it's a story with three people forming a relationship. A throuple? Yeah. Let's read a th- <laughs> throuple romance. That would be great. Um. You know, sure it's that you can, it. like, find that You know, there's that Nigerian lady that I uh, chat to on TikTok. Mm-hmm. She's been talking a lot about marrying other... Well, that's a little bit different, but you women. could ask we could, her if there's a romance novel. We could have a Senegalese novel. romance novel where a man marries a bunch yeah, of women. Yeah, we could figure out if any, there are any Senegalese romance. I mean, Nigeria would be good because they might be written in English, so that would make yeah. it a little easier. I'm not sure if we want to read French Five romance. Wives. Five wives. Okay, I mean, again, that feels not romantic to me, but again, other people have other goals in life. How nice would it be if you could share the load of having to deal with me with another woman? Wouldn't I that be great? I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to have to share the load, baby. But imagine how easy it would but be. But baby, I want to be with you Think, all the time. No, you don't. I do. Think about it. I would never bother you at night when you just want to sit alone and watch your TV. Right, when I'm trying to watch Summer Baking Championship. You could just send the other wife in to deal with me. No. <laughs> I want you to come watch Summer Baking. See, the romance novel version of you comes and sits and watches Summer Baking Championship with me. And then we go downstairs and, like, bake something because we're inspired. Mm. There's this great meme where, like, um, it's actually from the man. And he's, like, it's, like, relationship goals or something. And, like, the woman wakes up and it's, like, she's, like, I know it's really late, but you want to go downstairs and make cheese toast? And, like, they go downstairs to make cheese toast. And it's, like, this is, like, what a real love is or something. And I'm, like, that is so cute. You married the wrong person. Well, you... for cheese toast, I know. For food in general. For food in general, I did. But it's okay. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just something. It, you can have it in your fantasy. You know, you could write a romance novel with me as a protagonist, but me as somebody who cares about food. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> That would be super sexy, Dude. wouldn't it? <laughs> Cares about food and likes to spend money. Yeah. <laughs> Those two things. Oh, just makes you weak in the knees, doesn't it? Well, when you do, like, decide to just buy something oh. or go out to eat or, like, do something, like, yeah. I, I just, oh. it's, that's, like, very attractive. just so you know, mm-hmm. it is. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I will not remember this novel. Well, let me remind you, he was her conqueror and she was his booty. The sooner she came to terms with that fact, the easier her life would be. That's how it starts out. That's what I mean. Like that stuff is not my, my thing. He ignored that barb. A Norman would never have left a woman in charge. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're just very, like, you, this one, like, this can't be how people in Norman, England acted to me. Like, this doesn't feel like this is how they act. Why not? Because it feels too, 
modern. They feel you always say that, which I don't really think. But in this one, you I don't was think like, there was a possibility that there were true romances. I well, I just found out are. that William did marry Matilda against the Pope. Of course, there were like, real romances. Of course, there were people who. Despite the odds. I think that a lot of it was survival. But that's what I mean. Life was so hard then. Yeah. But, I mean, think about it. Let's call it 40% just to be conservative. 40% of marriages end up in divorce. So it's not like modern romance methods are that successful. So let's think no, about that. Let's, I mean, start with I that think... let's start with that stat. That About half. So let's say 40% end in divorce. Another 10% are unhappy. But yeah. they stay married. So about half. So we're batting about 50%. I mean, and we're not worried about survival, mostly. I mean, I guess there are some people who are marrying to get out of a bad situation. But um, I think like it was clear, very clear from the Pride and Prejudice and the ones that we read uh, earlier, that that is the singular focus of the woman pre-Industrial Revolution. And into the Industrial Revolution when things, yeah. just, things were pretty hard and tough, um, very Hobbesian, you know? It was just a dreary existence. And you wanted to get married, and if you were practical, you got married to somebody who could make your life comfortable. And that was the best you could hope for. If you fell in love or you learned to fall in love, Good on you, but that's not a guarantee. But did you really? Do you think they really thought about love this way? Well, I mean, I guess because that was already around. It's human, the, it's yeah, human the... nature. I think so. I think having sex makes you want to love somebody, and that's how we procreated. Like when you have those feelings that only really happen when you're romantically engaged. Even men, I think, who are not good at feeling their feelings. Especially when life is hard. Yeah. They still feel that way. I think, you know, being with subsistence farmers in Paraguay, I think, I think people just naturally do want to feel that way. And they will. I mean, you, you just want to love somebody. But like, okay, so, okay, so I agree. You're right. I agree. That is, that's true. That's part of why romance exists as a novel, like as a genre, because mm -hmm. people want this. Yeah. Um, but one thing I can't get over is like in 1066, it would have been so dark all the time. Dark figuratively or literally? Literally dark. Yeah. And it, it's like hard to imagine that it had been just like so dark. You're wrong. It's actually people are outside a lot more. Yeah, but then Again, it gets dark. I mean, they're in yeah, England. It I'm gets dark. You, living it's... in Paraguay, I had one light, you know, and I put the lights in my hovel that I lived in, and it's actually a very nice existence. You're you're much more closer to nature. You know, your circadian rhythms are much more in sync with the world around you. But they're like you having a bunch of parties and feasts and things. Well, I think they focused on the action. They're not, fo I mean, this was not literary. They're not, you know, <laughs> spending a chapter talking about the great rhythms of 1066 of, you know, living in a prosaic environment. You know, like they're just, that's not what it's about. 
But they're in the middle of literally one people conquering another people. Like William, the king in here, who's like so touched by the idea that like, what's his name? What's the main protagonist's name? Um, Is it Royce? Yeah, Royce. I feel like all of them are named yeah. Royce in all these books we're reading. Baron Royce. Baron Royce. Um, it's like he's so touched. I mean, he's known as William the Conqueror. Yeah. Like they're in the middle of a conquering and they're having this like. Yeah. But maybe that's true because sometimes in war that's all we see even now. But there are lots of people not even that far away from the, for the war who are going about their business. Yeah. Like even now I think that's true. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And it's only when it comes to them that it actually shifts things. Yeah. So maybe that's possible, but it just is like, and that's what made me want to know more because I'm like, I don't really know anything about that conquering. The book is like, oh, they just like came in and took over. Right. And it was, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, they didn't have, I mean, they did, they had jousting, but they didn't have a lot of battle scenes. Mm -mm. Um. No, only really one. It wasn't attack. like Outlander where it was just no. like constant terrible violence. Um Yeah, I I don't really have a context for that because I have not lived in a super violent society before. Um and I don't know how violent it was. It seemed like it was kind of over. Yeah, that's like what I mean. The, the way it's end, depicted, it was it's the tail like it was end done. of, of and there are like a few people out there who are unhappy, but mostly everyone's like, okay, right, right, right. we're done. Um, yeah, I, I don't, and it's also so far back, I don't know how battles worked back then because you know, like, warfare has changed so much yeah. over the years. You know, I think it was still the American Revolution where, like, didn't the British lose because they were still doing formations? And the, yeah, it and the was. the colonists were like running around but and hiding in the like trees. But is this like before they did formations? I like, mean, I think, is, this might be like... I mean, was it like Braveheart? But they, see, even in well, Braveheart, when they would they line, line up, up on two and sides they, like, and they'd run, run together. And, like, when was Braveheart? I think it was the same time. Hmm. Was around then. I really don't know my British history. Too bad we can't call Mike and ask him. Michael, he would probably yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, he would know all of this stuff. Medieval Scottish patriots. So this is probably more like in the time of most of the medievals, like the one, like the Judith McNaught, mm -hmm. um, fourteen hundreds. Oh, it was fourteen. I wonder. I well, because so. I don't think so. Oh, you don't think so? I think it was before then. Late thirteenth century. There you go. So 1,200, so yep. a little after. Yep. Um, but, I mean, I did like, I mean, I knew it was going to happen, but where I liked that switch that was clever where, because it's I've read this book and didn't know that was going to happen, where um, she's going to be picked because she's the prize and they're going to like fight for her or whatever, compete mm -hmm. for her. Did you like that? Was that like kind of? Oh no, I didn't like that. I was like, this is so annoying. Bit? So you assume that Royce is going to fight swoon? for her. No, what I liked was that she twisted it, 
And because um, she saved, like, the little girl from the fire, they said she could choose, yeah. which would never have happened in 1066, but, like, as a modern person, I really like that. Mm-hmm. And then she walks through everyone and chooses him, and I that was that was a nice moment. Yeah. That Go feminism. Yeah. Well, and she chose him, so you knew. I mean, obviously, you already knew that he was the love interest. I yep. assume you knew from the beginning. This one w- wasn't a lot of questions. Well, he was, he was looking at her figure a lot, so I was pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, that this one. Like, why would you talk about somebody else checking her out? <laughs> <laughs> Starting to see the cues. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and he seemed nice enough to her. I could tell that that was going to happen. When he was kind of like, like it's, he's like this warrior, right? Like the best, William's best warrior. Yeah. But he was also like really like gentle with her and really took care of her, but in like, not just in a protecting way and a like, I want to take care of you and make sure you. I think they find that about the, the best warriors in, in every society is that they tend to be very, just very talented individuals who are maybe um, more than just warriors. They're smart people. And to be a good warrior, you need to be smart. And you have to care. Maybe. And you have to have you the, can't just be a... I think you have to have the character traits, like things like patience and discernment and things like that. Well, if you had to pick a favorite part, what would it be? My favorite part? Um... Uh, I think my favorite part is when Royce gets a blowjob. That's my favorite part. (laughs) Again, no, I can't imagine that is true to 1066. I mean, we can look up the history, but... I really want to know. There's got to be a book about the sexual history of Western civilization, like when things were allowed and when they weren't allowed, like... You know, you got to think the hot-blooded Mediterranean people. Okay, can you not say that? I feel like we already talked about that we don't use that on Mm -hmm. our... Whatever. um, Those are white people. You can say anything about white people. No, you you can't. You can't say anything about white people. Don't you remember that was one of the problems with Lord of Scoundrels last time is how they talked about the the Italians and they were like dark and hot-blooded and couldn't like... I don't remember that being a problem. I thought that that was true. Oh, my God. But I'm I am interested because that just can't be that can't be historically happening that much. But maybe it was. But I mean, why would they even think of that? I don't know. No, they just want to make people feel good. Maybe. And I'm sure there. I. I. And you think it was historically accurate that he was already like. Pleasuring her that way, performing cunnilingus. <laughs> do you want to? You want to use the clinical term? Well, I you already knew what I meant clearly, since you're able to name it like that. So um, I can't imagine that that was really happening that much. Maybe it was. Maybe, but that felt very. I mean those those love scenes were much more descriptive than I expected, and they felt like they you were. Don't think not, one person in. England in 1066 <laughs> was having oral Baron sex. Royce. Baron was Royce was the one else. person. I 
saw something on my TikToks today that said that Queen Victoria was doing all sorts of crazy perverted stuff with her cousin, and they had a special button in her room to lock the doors whenever they got passionate That's probably with each made other. up. I don't know. Mm, well, this question, it's not a reliable source, but someone asked, there are 1,000-year-old temple carvings in India, 2,000-year-old Roman paintings depicting fellatio and cunnilingus, 2,500-year-old Greek pottery with these well, depictions. Well, we, we know the Greeks and Romans were doing so, all sorts of stuff. You know, freshman year of college, I took a humanities class. This is a very NYU thing to learn. And the classics professor that I had, it was like core curriculum. I forget what it was. It was just humanities and we were reading, I don't know, some some Roman author. He told us in minute detail how homosexual sex was had in the Roman age. You know, when they took a boy, that was like a normal thing when like the men – the older men would like find a boy who would be their protege, but then they also like had sex with a boy. That was very normal, apparently. Do you know it wasn't anal sex? What was it? They just rubbed between their legs. The boy closed his legs, and he just rubbed it between their their legs. Why do you know this? Because I was taught it at my very expensive <laughs> university <laughs> in nineteen circa nineteen ninety eight. So anyway, the argument is if it was happening then and it's happening now, it was probably happening in 1002. Well, you got to think. There wasn't one man and one woman. I mean, think of all the perverted stuff people get up to nowadays in That's America. That's what that argument basically You don't was think like... there aren't, aren't a few men and women just sort of experimenting Probably. Maybe you're right. It just felt very modern. He was very attentive to her needs. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I told you before, I think there are a lot of, I think there are ages of repression and ages of more openness, right? Yeah. And when the Monica Lewinsky scandal happened, I don't remember where I heard it, but I think... It was like a cultural phenomenon that like a lot of young people had to explain to their greatest generation <laughs> parents what it was what was going on why it wasn't oh. sex or wasn't exactly sex. Yeah. And I'm sure like some parents knew but if you grew up in a super Christian super like traditional environment you might not know and you might not have ever learned about it, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. I mean, you could live in such an environment I mean, where I you once, wouldn't know. I once knew a farmer who I didn't know that you could do things to, like, keep yourself from having so many kids. Right, we talk about that a lot out at work. You talk about me? No, oh. about the fact that people sometimes actually don't know. Right. And and because you have a lot of people coming from like very poor, like like extreme poverty, very rural. Yeah. Sometimes they don't know. Yeah. That there are things. So you're right. Like there's, and I mean, you're talking. People really might not know, but again, so the well, again though, they're very attentive, and she is like 
in it from the beginning. No. So, I mean, it didn't feel like that's how it would be in real life. But again, it's fantasy, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, You'll only win if Baron Royce doesn't enter the games, a bold knight shouted. I mean, that's this sort of like I know. worship of him. That's constant. And she like is really into it. <laughs> that is the part. It's like... And she like goes like right in and like is defending how great he is against that the like supposed villain who I guess turned out not to be a villain. Mm -hmm. He has dark, handsome looks, and he knows it. Even I will admit that I've admired his beautiful gray eyes. I'd have to be blind not to notice my lady. He also has a strong profile. You noticed that too, did you? Matilda asked, smiling. Yes, Nicholas said with a sigh. Then he gives me one of his lectures and I forget how handsome he is. I just want to shout at him. Do tell me why you're smiling. Am I insulting one of your barons? And I would expect to take an exception. You would take exception to my remark. Oh my God. Like that, that all that kind of stuff is very annoying. <laughs> and why not? He had thick blonde hair, perfect hazel eyes, white teeth, and a commanding nature. Yeah, but that's not him. He was also tall, reed thin, and possessed the physical endurance of three ordinary men put together. What more could any woman want? But that's not Royce. I know. That's like Baron Guy or whatever. Right. right. But this is like what they. I know. You. That's what I mean. Like. It's That's not even anybody thinking. That's just what the the narrative sounds <laughs> like. So this is what I'm I'm reading, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> obviously not written for men. Yet each time he faces Royce in games of strength, Guy comes in second best. I know. Yeah. Then her tongue touched his, and she let out a low, ragged moan. <laughs> ragged. He ragged could feel again. the passion in her response. Stunned, he damn near lost his control then and there. <laughs> <laughs> Nicola watched as Royce drew his sword. He nudged his stallion into a gallop, then swung the sword high above his head. It was a magnificent sight. Terrifying, too. Nicola murmured, fast and furious, paid her nosters that God would keep her husband safe. Oh, it's just so... That's the part of medievals where I'm like, like, no. Like, it's just not appealing to me. The battle scenes. Like, the home scenes are fine, but the battle scenes and stuff are just... Here's... Many people highlighted this. Oh. 105 highlights. <laughs> he didn't just care about her. He was falling in love with the woman. Oh, my gosh. But oh. he didn't understand love. He didn't know what it was. But meant. she taught him what love was. She did. Like a, any good woman would. Any good romance novel would have yeah. you. Although now sometimes it's the men who are more in touch with their feelings. And the men have to kind of show the women. Yeah. Hugh turned to look up the stairs. He laughed again. Aye, he thought to himself. Royce would have peace, but Nicola would have his heart first. Ah, oh, so true. So true, right? <laughs> yeah, so true. 
She didn't have the faintest idea of her own appeal either. The woman was so feminine. When she smiled up at him, all he could think about was touching her. She didn't understand the joy and fulfillment they could give to each other in bed. And at the rate they were going, she'd be an old woman before she found out. I think it had been, what, a couple days? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is a long passage, highlighted in pink, which means I really liked it. Oh, interesting. I don't remember doing it. It's been a while. I was going to say, like, what would you have found? The woman was daft as a donkey. What if I do remember? She frowned over that question a long while before answering. Then you'll have bedded me and only half remember. Alice says so. For the love of God, Nicola, she poked him in the shoulder. It's a sound plan, Royce. He rolled his eyes heavenward. Oh, this is when she tries to get him drunk. But then she ends up so drunk. Weird. Oh, you didn't think that was funny? That I might have laughed out loud. I thought that was funny. And then, but then she gets drunk and she's like just spilling. Uh, well, everything. I highlighted in pink, so I must have liked it. He rolled his eyes heavenward. The plan belonged to a half wit. Why go to all this trouble, wife? He then asked. Couldn't you have just explained? Why must you complicate everything? She asked. This is my plan, not yours. We have to do it my way. You're confusing me with all your questions. She was getting it all worked up. Her eyes filled with tears, and she looked as if she might break into a fit of weeping. Ah. Oh, this is a good. This is a good one. Okay. <clears throat> he couldn't wait any longer. He moved between her legs, you spread need to read this her thighs further apart. And slowly began to penetrate her. Her nails dug okay, into Okay, do you need to read this blades. out loud? She squirmed, trying to get away from him, and inadvertently took a little more of him inside herself. He stopped when he felt the shield of her virginity blocking him. Oh, that's the worst line in the whole book. The shield of her virginity blocking him. He tried to be gentle as he pushed through the barrier. She wouldn't let him. She tightened against him and tried to push him away. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> but yet you read it out loud. So now we have it on record. His hand moved down between their joined bodies. Nicola caught hold of his wrist and tried to st- stop him. Let go, Nicola, he ordered his voice. A ragged whisper. <laughs> You'll like this. She couldn't stop him. He was right, too, she realized with a sigh. She did like the way he was touching her now. <laughs> I could keep uh, going. I mean, it's but like I'll, the I'll same, let... yeah, over and over. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I wonder if Jewel, like. You wonder if Julie Garwood also had. No, definitely not whatever uh, you're going to say. A maidenhood that was pushed against? Definitely not. They call it a maidenhead. Oh, maidenhead. Don't they? Oh, maybe it is hood. Head. I think it's head. It's a maidenhead? I don't know. Hood, head. I don't know. We'll have to look that up, too. I should know that, though. I saw... uh, You know, my TikTok is really exposing to me. Because it's not related to any people I know on TikTok. I'm just doing it for my book, you know? Yeah. And so... I'm like following all sorts of weird accounts. So I followed, I must have followed some account, or maybe it just showed up on my feed. 
But you know, and it, this can sound racist, but it's like it was Arabs. They were speaking Arabic. They came out with a white dress that had a red blood stain, and they were like doing dancing because I guess it was like proof. Yeah, that the woman who had married was. Do you imagine? But you know how they did that. Mortifying, I actually. How mortifying would it be if on our wedding night we had to present a white dress and everyone know, got together and danced? In the it. old, like in this time, I'm surprised they didn't try to come in the room with them. So they were witnesses to the consummation. Oh, you read actually. It? Have you read? I've never read one where they actually did that because part of the plot is that the man is always like, you're not coming in here, you know, like barring the door because he will not allow his like love to be violated with that. But did they used to do that? Yeah. For real? And they definitely took the sheets and used the sheets as evidence. Hmm. That was a big thing. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised. It wasn't really in here, but in. I, I'm sure some of the Julie Garwoods actually have that. Why don't you just wait till your period and then? No. I mean, right? Couldn't they wait till their period? I guess if they thought about it, but I don't think people wait, were getting so busy when their there's, periods. If there's a maiden head or a maidenhood or whatever they yeah. call that, the hymen. Yeah. How does does the blood just pass through the membrane? Is it so? Yeah, thin? I'm it sure. Passes it's just, through. Yeah. Really need to learn about the anatomy. Do you do you feel like that's really important at this I point in like, your life? I feel like, like this I is need something to learn this. you don't know enough about. Right. I think well, I'm is. sure TikTok will teach you. They teach me some weird stuff. On I am sure they do. Pretty much anything if you want to find out more. Yeah. Royce's control snapped. Thurston didn't have time to prepare. Royce moved too quickly. His fist slammed into the Saxon's face before Thurston could perfect himself. The blow sent him reeling backward into the fireplace. The mantle was torn free from the stone and fell on the floor as Thurston staggered to recover. Oh my gosh, he's just so strong, that 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 Royce, that Baron Royce. Yeah, he is. Such a good warrior. Okay, this is in blue, so I've got a couple But of that means you don't like it, yeah. right? Uh-oh. She slapped his hand away. I'm never going to let you touch me again, either. Royce wouldn't be denied. He forced her into his arms and hugged her tight. She was ready to be comforted. She collapsed again against him, wrapped her arms around his waist, and wept without restraint. She was as loud, as undisciplined, as little Ulrich. <laughs> Royce didn't try to calm her. He rested his chin on the top of her head and simply waited for her to finish. Ugh, what is she? What's wrong with that? In a telenovela or something? That's like too dramatic. Come on, get over yourself. Well, she had a lot of emotions, this main character. Yes. You've got a mark the size of a man's fist on your face, wife. That's how I know. Yeah, there was many uh, references to her sheath. Did you notice that? No. Um, you mean like him sheathing himself? Yeah, her in sheath. her her sheath. Yeah, but that's just like him wanting to be inside of her. I that's not that unusual. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really stand out to me. The for sweet my... torture of holding still inside her made him throb with pain. He wanted to slam into her tight sheath again and again. Dolly found release. 
And spilled his seed in That's there. what I mean. Julie was very... 1991, she is just putting it all out there. Oh, is that a little... I don't know, but I was surprised. Like, I'm like, I don't remember it being so vivid in hmm. its description. You didn't like it? I didn't... Not that, no. Oh, you didn't like it? No. What would be a better It like? was too, like, warrior tone. Like, the language was very... Hmm. Warrior, you want a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rice was a lover, he was actually deep down. Yeah, he did spill a seed many a time. Oh, God. <laughs> You've never heard that before, spilling your seed. <laughs> yeah, yes, of course. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, it's just an interesting way to talk about it. Their tongues met. He rubbed rubbed against each other. He growled again. She sighed. He moved between her thighs and slowly eased into her tight sheath. Wait, did you like specifically highlight those? Well, I just looked them up because you were like, no, I don't remember that. No, I just said that that's not unusual. Oh, okay. So I can tell you really got out a lot of a lot out of this book since that's I mean, there's all, a lot all more. of your highlights. Lot, I got a lot more highlights. But literally all of them are related to lovemaking. No, they're not. Uh, it seems like a lot of them are. He lifted her up off her off his lap and stood up. Ours. He snapped. Everything is ours, wife. Not mine, not yours. Well, that's his but realization. Ours. That's his growing that. because he look, look at that. He is an advanced. That's what I mean. Man. He was by the end. He really was in touch with his feelings and sharing and like women, strong women. Yeah. So he really changed from the beginning when he was like, "You'll do what I say because this is my house," even though it had been her family's house. And I was like, "This is so bizarre." He doesn't even see what's wrong with the language that he's using. Mm. But that was like the time. Mm. And that's probably realistic. Mm. Like if I won it by battle, then it's mine. Well, it's true. It is his. I guess that was before like private property. No. I mean, (laughs) war, it's just like Ukraine. Parts of Ukraine are now part of Russia. I mean, it happens. But why is the individual land now not hers? It's his. Same reason the Nazis expropriated it from my family back in 1944. Yeah, so doesn't it bother you? Yeah, it's wrong, but I mean, it's what happens in war. This is part of what wars are usually about economics, at least in part. So there's like a weird dynamic there. Because for all his niceness, all his being a good person, he literally yeah. But they're civil. They're civilizing the Saxons, so it makes it okay. <laughs> that that was brought up. They're they in are, the novel. They're, they're civilizing them. They were like, oh, they're bringing so much order. As a member of one of the five civilized tribes, you should understand what it means to be part of. And a we civilized reject culture. that because that was a col- uh, colonizer's label. So that's what made me think, like, it's wild to think about the Saxons and, like, what if they had been able to defend against the Normans? I think this is just the way societies have developed. Does it matter? There, there were ethnic conflicts in England the same way but there that's were ethnic what I, conflicts. This is an ethnic conflict. In, this is a, like, 
conquering in the peoples, and it's the backdrop for a romance novel. It's yeah. weird. Look at uh, the Wild Rose. What was the backdrop of that? Exactly. What happens? Yeah, but in the Wild Rose, the heroes aren't the conquerors. See, that's mm -hmm. the difference. Mm -hmm. He's a conqueror and he's the hero. True. And that's different. Even conquerors need a little <laughs> booty from time to time. <laughs> Even if they just take it. Yeah. I mean, but she chose. And now she, she had chose to choose. him. She so? had to choose someone. It wasn't like she had the option to be like, I don't choose anybody. I'm going home. Mm -hmm. She couldn't do that. Well, it's no fun. Romance is no fun. That's something we haven't really talked about. Romance is not fun if there's a clear disparity in power. We did a little bit because we talked about how difficult that was in the one we read about the Civil War. Oh, yeah. We did start talking about that and like how the power differential is like so, much, so much that so how can't imagine that so they like really here they gave her a personality that it was like you could try to forget the power imbalance almost and then she was suddenly accepted in the court of yeah William. so then she was like connected with them but it was yeah. like literally he came and took her home yeah. and then. And always and he came because of love. He well, came and took her home. And he came multiple times. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if this one really teaches. She did you. too. She did, and that I guess is the lesson for romance, not romantic. If that they the don't. women have to come. Yeah, and then that's romance. That's what well, romance is. It's it is not the only thing, but if they don't, then it's unlikely that it's romantic. Mm. Well, what do you say to all those women who struggle? Well, the romance novels show you that that's not how it should be. Really? Maybe you're just lucky. Maybe some women naturally have a harder time. That is true. And that is actually, I've read a romance novel with that. Oh, you have? Okay. Although typically the man will find a way. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But I assume they're writing from their you know, own experience informed by life. Ashley Tyson Johnson, sex therapist. <laughs> Maybe when we're done write, reading romance novels, we'll start taking calls from people and just like yeah, give them that'll advice. That'll be the day. Yeah, we'll give them advice. Ashley's constant advice mm. will be like, well, you got to make them do something for you. <laughs> <laughs> or, it's, or it's just not meant to be. <laughs> there you go. Um, so there you go. That can be the lesson from this because I'm not sure what else. Other than... There's a lot to be said for traditional. That's what you took from this? Well, I think, I think you can't escape the fact that the traditional archetype, whether you're subverting it or not, it's still the, it is. But, okay, but this it is, is 1991. Men, it is so. what men and women think about when they're growing up and imagining what romance will look like. They're imagining this type of romance. Now, that doesn't mean you can't subvert some things, but you can't undo it all. You really can't. There, there just hasn't been an example where they've been able to undo it all and still make it sound real. Hmm. Okay. We'll have to try. I mean, what, what episode are we on at this point? 35-ish. So we have 15 more. I got to find something that really... Mm -hmm subverts it 
Yeah. Okay. That'll be my So what's challenge. next? Yours truly. By? Abby Jimenez. Okay. It's, I have never read her, but she's very popular. Yours truly <laughs> by, okay, tell me about it. Tell me more. Um, I think they're doctors, uh, and they, you know, it's enemies to lovers, I believe. Okay. There may be, like, kidney donation in it. So what about, have you heard of um, Samara Burgers, A Long Time Dead? I haven't. I'm just saying. York, you got this recommendation from someone? New York Times recommends it. It's a romance? Romance columnist. Oh, well, I mean, you want to read that? Nope. We can read that. But my mother sent it to me. Then we're not. <laughs> I mean, she sent it to, I, mean, I doubt she's read this, but she sent me this article about somebody who said it was the romance novel of the year. Oh, well, we liked uh, The Dead Romantics. That was on the New York Times list. Right. She has a new one. The one who wrote The Dead Romantics has a new novel out, too. I thought about that. Okay. Well, let, we can go with that no. instead of yours truly. Let's do yours. You got you had something picked out. I like it. I, I just wanted to put that in your brain. So well, you then can, we should do that Maybe next. you should do a little research. I'll read about sure it. make sure that yeah. you agree that that's something worth reading. I mean, I'll read whatever. Mm -hmm. But... We'll do yours truly because I've had it on the list yours for like truly weeks, but we kind of Jimenez. Yeah, we kind of went on like a tangent of like old novels. This was new. This She's year. a Latinx writer. I mean, I don't know if that's what she calls herself, but well, I mean, I don't know. Sounds like a Latinx yep. name. So, I mean, I have not read her books, but I know of them. I've seen them, and I've almost read them a bunch of times. So, this has it has really good reviews. Mm, okay. I mean, from like romance readers. Is it steamy? I don't know. I hope so. You can only hope. All right. <laughs> All right. Next, next time. Next week.